Welcome back to Magnify Him Together. This is Josh Hodge, and we are in episode number 11 of Remember Now Thy Creator podcast. We've all had an experience where we've taken a bite of our dinner only to have a gag reflex. We want to spew out what is in our mouth, maybe because we've eaten something that's just plain gross, or maybe because the bite of food is meant to be eaten hot and it was only lukewarm. Or maybe it was supposed to be eaten cold and it had been left out too long and or had heated up in the sun and it wasn't very good anymore. Well, you know, the Lord Jesus, in speaking about the Laodicean Ecclesia, says, I know your works, Laodicea. They're neither cold nor hot. And I would thou wert cold or hot. I wish you were cold or hot, is what he's saying. And because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I'll spew thee out of my mouth. Jesus was gagging at this lukewarm ecclesia. To spew out of your mouth is to, to throw up. And Jesus saying, is saying, I wish you were cold or hot. And what does that mean, not to be cold or hot? It means there was no definite temperature that could be perceived. It wasn't convincingly cold or it wasn't convincingly hot. It was somewhere in the middle. Now, I remember a scenario where I experienced both a very cold situation and a very hot situation all at the same time. I, I was a young teen, and being in Canada... We're known for our cold, frigid weather. Now, it's not quite as bad as the stereotypes might suggest, you know, living in igloos, being chased by polar bears, surrounded by penguins, all that type of thing. But it can get pretty cold. And one night, being a young teen, I was in, I was in a hot tub with a friend, and we were just chatting the night away. We were probably in there for two hours. Well, in the course of that two-hour span, the temperature started plummeting. We didn't know. We were in the hot tub. It was, it was hot. But it dropped to probably around, you know, minus 25 degrees Celsius. And by the time we were ready to get out, we found out we had a problem. We had a long walk to get back to the house. And be between us and the door was a smooth rock tile slate type material. And when we started walking, it was so cold that our feet started to freeze to the rock instantly. And it was really hurting to lift your feet and just walk towards the door. So we ended up having to go back into the hot tub. And we tried a couple of times unsuccessfully until we came up with the bright idea, let's put our towels on the ground and use that to slide our feet, get to the door. The point of the story is that the hot tub was hot, keeping us hot, and the, the outside was very cold. There was no in-between. But what about the Laodiceans? In Revelation 3, the Lord Jesus says the Laodiceans were content with what they had. They are aware of the truth. They may have even participated in the truth to some extent, but there was no passion 
And our Lord says, you can't be content. You can't be comfortable with your situation. You can't be neither here nor there about the truth. He says, you're wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. In other words, you should recognize that you're in desperate need for the truth. And recognize that need. Crave to be a part of God's plan. Because without that intense desire... Well, then we're just going to be apathetic. We're going to be lukewarm. God's not looking for lukewarm people. And, you know, part of this little section here in Revelation 3, talking about the, the Laodiceans, the Lord says, Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Here's, here's the solution. Be zealous. You know, a dramatic change was required in the Ecclesia. That being repentance, our Lord says. And that comes about when there was zeal. And, and zeal is this idea that's opposite to lukewarm. It's a word which means to burn with zeal. To be heated or to boil with envy, hatred, or anger. There's a negative usage of it, but also a positive one. You can be zealous in the pursuit of good. These are intense emotions, aren't they? And intense emotions can drive us to action. And our Lord wanted, no doubt, a burning zeal in the pursuit of good for us all. That's what he wants. You might think of the example of Jeremiah. He wanted to stop speaking the truth because it was hard at times. All of these judgments... And it put more pressure on him because how are people going to receive the judgments? But it says God's word was in his heart as a burning fire. He burned with zeal for the things of the truth. And do you know why? It's because God's word was in his heart. We can't burn with zeal without God's word in our heart. So maybe that's step number one. put God's word into our hearts. But maybe even before step one, at least as we're reflecting right now, thinking about it, we should reflect, meditate on where we're at. How do we perceive the truth right now? Are we doing everything we can to get into the kingdom? Or is it just a nice thought? Are we willing to make sacrifices, as in cut things out of our lives that hinder us getting to the kingdom? Or is that just a nice thought? Are we willing to put things into our lives that are important contributions in the truth? Or is that just a nice thought? Do we consider the people in our ecclesia our real family? Hmm. I think that's a really important question. How do we perceive the members in our ecclesia? Are they just nice people that we see a couple times a week? Or are these the people that we, we love and they're our family? Do we love the truth? Are, are we passionate for God's teachings? Are we burning with zeal on fire for the truth? Not lukewarm, but hot. When I got married... I went with my wife, Hannah, to uh, St. Lucia. 
and while we were there, we went on a, a day excursion and we drove onto a volcano crater called La Soufrière. Yeah, fancy name that I probably just messed up. But we were on this volcano crater. It's actually the world's only drive-on volcano. Pretty cool. But we actually got to go into a pool that was heated by the volcano. It was geothermally heated. And looking at the water, the water was black, completely black, which is probably never a good idea to get into black water. But that was the thing to do. It was part of the, the tourist trip there. And it was easily the hottest water we'd ever been in. It felt, it felt like your skin was melting. And, you know, sometimes when it's hot outside and you go in a hot tub, the hot tub doesn't feel so hot. Well, that wasn't the case here. St. Lucia was hot, but going into this water, it was scorching. There was no question as to what temperature this was. It was a hot temperature. So how are we in the truth, we ask again, right? We got to think about that. If our Lord Jesus Christ were to return today, would it be obvious that the truth is like a burning fire in our hearts? Or is the truth lukewarm within us? It's present, but... We're not overcome by the passion of God's word. The Apostle Paul, he says in 2 Corinthians 11 that he is jealous. And that's the same word as, as zeal in Revelation 3, where our Lord says, be zealous and repent. Paul says, I'm jealous over you, Corinthians, with a godly jealousy. I want to present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Paul burned with zeal as he thought about the Ecclesia of Corinth. He cared about them so much and wanted to do anything to get them to the kingdom. It was obvious where the Apostle Paul stood in relation to the truth. So maybe next time we consume something like lukewarm food, or even a, a lukewarm beverage that shouldn't be, and we want to spew it out of our mouth, wishing it was either hot or cold, let's reflect on our mindset, mindset in the truth and our standing and, and, and where our passion is. And this will help us better remember now our Creator. Mm -hmm.